Well, hello, Christian feminine women. Welcome back to another Ladylike Lessons here. And I wanted to speak briefly to you ladies regarding Queen Esther. And the reason why I chose Esther chapter two today is because I think what she did was phenomenal. And the lessons that we can learn from Queen Esther, we can use those lessons throughout life. Number one point that I want to talk to you about is Esther came from very humble beginnings. She was an orphan that we know. Her mother and father were gone. She was raised by her uncle. So for those ladies out there who have less than, you know, perfect pedigree, never let that deter you for God is watching over you and he's going to take care of you. And even though there may have been some traumatic things in your past or some undesirable events in your past, traumatic events in your past, God is here to heal your wounds and he still loves you and you can still be successful regardless of your background, how you were raised. And I want women to feel encouraged that regardless of where you came from, it's not where you came from, it's where you're going with the help of the Lord. I want you all to read Esther chapter 2 and be inspired by her. She followed the instruction of her uncle. She did not go astray and start doing her own thing and getting off into rebelliousness, but she followed the instructions of her uncle. And because of how the kingdom was moving, the king was in the market for a new queen and she was in the right place at the right time. She was swooped up because she was attractive and she was brought to the harem of the king. And I don't like to use this word in this particular context because it's not necessarily by definition a harem, but she was uh, put in a place with other women to prepare to meet the king. Now, in this chapter, it discusses that Esther made favor with Haggai, who was the overseer of the women's department, as I like to say. And the women who were brought in for preparation to meet the king, uh, he was the overseer. And she gained favor with him. And this is important for you ladies to understand, is when you are feminine and you are godly, you will obtain favor. And I talk a lot about getting in relationships and attracting masculine men. But here's the point I really want you to take from this lesson today because I'm going to make it quick. I know you ladies are busy. But this is the lesson I want you ladies to take is that God is in you and in your spirit. And through your femininity, you glow a spiritual glow that attracts other people to you and you obtain favor. The Bible tells men that he that findeth the wife findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor from the Lord. But women obtain favor from people because we're feminine and godly. These are the things that I want you ladies to always remember is that you don't have to go above and beyond and dress extra sexy. You don't have to go above and beyond and chase men and do the most to get their attention. You don't have to go above and beyond to compete with other women 
You don't have to go above and beyond to compete with men. You will obtain favor in the workplace, in your uh, community, in your church, right? Amongst your friends, you will obtain favor that is unexplainable. The, 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 the reason favor is unexplainable is because people won't even understand why they favor you. It's just something about you. And you know what it is? It's the godly femininity. It's that natural authenticity that they can't find anywhere else. And in my book, I talk about cookie cutter women. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Esther stood out because she allowed her godly femininity to lead. On top of that, she also uh, allowed her personality to... uh, welcome other people and she was warm and she was kind to the other women so I can imagine her showing her leadership skills when she um got around other women I can imagine other women looking to her because they could see that she obtained favor and I could see that they were um um I could see that they were uh, looking to her and asking her questions and following her leadership and quietly observing her. And this is another thing I want you godly feminine women to um, to get is that women won't always tell you that they're uh, they admire you or that they're observing you or that they like you or that they think that what you uh, how you live your principles are admirable a lot of times they observe from a distance and as Christian women as godly feminine women you're going to have fans that you don't even know about. And when I say fans, I mean people who actually like you, actually look up to you. You will have people admire you. You will have people give you favor. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and do this for you because X, Y, and Z. They don't even know why, but God places this special aura around you that with that godly femininity people just naturally gravitate towards your sphere they want to be around you they want to soak up what you have to say what you talking about what are you talking about where are you going what are you doing they want to soak it up they they are learning from you and in this world full of ungodly people you're going to have people that gravitate towards you because of your godly femininity so don't be off put don't have your guard up. I know we live in a world where we're just skeptical of everyone and everything and untrusting uh, because we want to protect ourselves. But please understand when you are in God's will, when you're doing uh, your uh, uh, when you're taking uh, acting out your purpose for God uh, that God has for you on your life. You're going to have people gravitate to your space. Some of them will be bad, but a lot of people who really support you and who really love you will be praying for you from a distance or they will be observing you at best from your dis- from a distance. They will be listening to you and observing you. And I've, I've learned this in my personal life. And I want to pass this on to you ladies is never give up. Never feel that I'm not good enough. Or that, you know, I didn't come from this perfect family. None of us had the perfect uh, uh, background that we think. A lot of us came from 
you know, backgrounds where we felt like, oh, it could be better, you know, uh, but I don't want you to look at that. I don't want you to focus on that. I want you to keep your eyes on God. I want you to keep your eyes on Jesus and let him lead the way and focus on your godly femininity. Become a godly woman that inspires other women. And Esther, from the very beginning, we're going to follow her all through this book. From the very beginning, she she was very obedient to her uncle. Um, she won the favor of the overseer of the women and she inspired the other women around her and she would later obtain the favor of the king and so we're going to talk about that moving forward but ladies in this season in this day and time God is calling Christian feminine women to not just be Christian in name only but live that live that talk that walk that breathe that be that that you say that you are so God can bless you And you don't have to feel like you're begging God to do anything for you. He will give you the desires of your heart if you trust him and do his will. Ladies, I want you to have an awesome day. If you're listening to this at night, I want you to sleep well. Say a a nice prayer to the Lord. And I want you to sleep well. I want you to read Esther 2. Get that in your spirit because we're going to go into this a little bit further next time. And remember, I love you and Jesus Christ loves you too. And until the next time, keep the faith.